Hello, and thank you for joining our podcast. I hope that you will um, clear your mind of all distractions and set everything aside and just really focus in and pay attention to what the Lord has given us uh, for today's podcast. Today we'll be um, discussing thankfulness. Is is it worth it? Lots of times we have... um, issues actually being thankful we have a hard time maybe being thankful sometimes we wonder why should i even be thankful what's in it for me is it even worth it is it worth my time my energy my strength my putting my emotions out there to put put my face before someone else to say thank you for something so that's where the lord is leading us today and what he has given us and um this, the way that it started was with a, a little vision of a little girl, and in the, in the vision, the little girl was asked by her mom to say thank you for the food that she was given, and the little girl responded with an uncaring shrug of her shoulders, saying, "Isn't it just isn't worth it, is what she said, it just isn't worth it, and she kind of shrugged and walked away, and boy, her mom really got angry, <laughs> really got frustrated with her little girl, and, and she wanted her to understand about thankfulness. This parent wanted her child to understand about uh, thankfulness, and it's very, very important that we do understand thankfulness. So as we begin this segment on thankfulness, we're going to be uh, just opening up with what are some synonyms of the word thankfulness. What are some words that are similar? They are grateful, appreciative, Thankful, pleased, joyful, delighted, gratified, and even tickled. I'm just so tickled to be here today. I'm so thankful. And then some antonyms would be um, displeased, dissatisfied, joyless, sad, unhappy, unpleased, unsatisfied. These are things we probably don't want. I hope you're you're wanting the first list and you want to be grateful and appreciative, thankful, pleased, joyful, delighted, gratified, and even tickled about things that God is doing or things that are happening in your life. And we can find joy in the midst of a storm. We can find things to be thankful for. We can find those silver linings if we will look for them and be um, mindful to be thankful and have a thankful heart. The meaning of thankful The word thankful is a conscious or having a being conscious of benefits received, an expression of thankfulness, to be well pleased or glad. So those are things we're going to be talking about today. However, when we are um, just getting into these uh, discussion on thankfulness, we need to really clear our minds, clear our thoughts, put aside everything that's uh, distracting us today and focus in on what the Lord has given us for this day, for this hour, um, to hear what thus says the Lord to the church. And we are Blue Water Pentecostal Church of God. We are here gathering um, and listening to the Word of God on a podcast because of COVID-19. We're not allowed yet to have our regular meetings inside of our church, so we're still doing a podcast. So um, be mindful, be tentative. Incline your ear, incline your heart, and really hear what the Lord is saying. And then when it's all over, when the podcast is done, sit down with your family and discuss it. Talk with your spouse or your loved ones and friends and see what the Lord is showing you. Make make maybe a list of things to be thankful for. 
discuss how in times past that maybe you weren't thankful and how things may have been different had you been thankful. How can you be thankful in the midst of a storm? How can you um, choose to be joyful, choose to be thankful, choose to be have a heart of gratitude in the middle of when things aren't going just right? So that's where we are this morning. So thank you again for joining. As we said, there was a little girl who had been asked to say thank you when she was uh, given some food, and the little girl responded with an uncaring shrug of her shoulders, saying it isn't worth it. She was feeling like, what's the point? Why should I say thank you? Why should I put myself out there? Why should I uh, reveal my heart or, or lay my soul out there for everybody to trample all over? Why should I be thankful? But the Lord is telling us that there are so many benefits in us being thankful, and we're going to discuss a few of those today. Today may well be the last day of everything. It could be the last day. We should be thankful and rejoicing that today could be the day. The Lord could come today at any moment. At any moment, we could be with the Lord. And yet, it could be the beginning of a whole new era. As a matter of fact, it is. Today is the, day, the first day of the rest of your life, they used to say back in the 70s. We aren't promised that every day will be the same. And we're not promised that every day will be easy. Truthfully, we aren't promised tomorrow as we know it. However, we can find comfort and even joy in knowing that God's word is true. His word is always true. In the story of the little girl, her sentiment that thankfulness isn't worth it brings us to this discussion that we're having today, or this, this word that the Lord has brought for us today. We find that she had perceived that the energy, the emotional investment, and her time were not worth what saying thank you would cost her. She knew there was a cost in saying thank you. She she felt that it was not going to end well for her. It's just a waste of time. But sadly, this little girl had not come to a biblical understanding, thus a true understanding of the rewards of thankfulness. As we learn of the benefits of thankfulness today, let's begin with a remarkable event recorded in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. I'm going to be reading from the MEV uh, on this particular verse. As Jesus went to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorifying God, and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Where are the nine? Were they there not any found to return to give glory to God except this one foreigner? And then he said to him, Rise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Here we read Luke's account of Jesus' healing the ten lepers. Notice all ten were made clean on their way to show themselves to the priests. But only one of them returned to express his thankfulness. It was to the, the one that returned that Jesus said, your faith has made you well. 
That is to say, this soul who was earlier being consumed with leprosy was now made clean, well, and whole. Jesus is teaching everyone who will receive it, every single one who will receive it, that that thankfulness is a huge part of faith and wellness. Thankfulness is a part of receiving healing, healing in every area of your life. If that isn't enough, the Lord even has more benefits, has even more benefits for you in your thankfulness. Oh, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 103, verse 2. Are you ready? I hope you are as excited to tear into this package as I am. I am excited for you and for me and for all who will benefit from you and I learning about God's design and thankfulness. Here we go. Benefits of thankfulness, a biblical precept. Number one, thankfulness builds trust in the Lord. Throughout God's word, we see time and again that the Lord himself told his people to remember what he had done for them. He told them to tell their children and their grandchildren. He instructed the people at times to make memorials, maybe stack up rocks even, to remember the wondrous works of God. Jesus, at the Last Supper, after giving thanks, said, Do this in remembrance of me. Let's read it. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. That's from Luke 29. I mean, I'm sorry, Luke 22, verse 9. And in Deuteronomy, verse chapter 11, God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses and to the people. He not only gave them rules to live by, that is how to get along with people and with God, but he also told them to write them on the tablet of their heart. When we give the Lord thanks, and we give thanks unto the Lord, we are reminding our mind, our will, our emotions of the goodness of the Lord. We remember where he brought us from and where he is taking us. Our faith is made stronger. The more we give thanks, the more we remind ourselves of the goodness of the Lord. Even in the Ten Commandments, he said that he would give us long life and we would honor our father and our mother. There are promises right there. Even when we look at the, the Ten Commandments, there is not a book of uh, or, or tablets of of uh, a mean God trying to control us, but he gave us wisdom. He poured wisdom into us and gave us these, these ways of ways that we could get along with God and with man. And if we would heed those things today, this world would not be in the mess that we're in. And we give him thanks. We need to give him thanks and praise him in all of the things that we see and all the things that he has taught us and all the things that he is showing us. We have so much to be thankful for. When we give the Lord, I want to reiterate that. When we give the thanks to the Lord, we are reminding our mind. You remind your mind. Sometimes your mind forgets. Sometimes your mind gets distracted. Sometimes your mind is burdened down and things are you know, just coming at you from all angles. And your will becomes um, submissive to those things. Your will begins to forget and, and loses its thankfulness. Your will becomes 
maybe tired and worn and you just you just will to lay down your your will is to do something different your will is to run away but that's not god's will for your life our emotions begin to follow that and our emotions become oh i just i'm just so downtrodden i'm so sick and tired of it i just i don't know why things have to be this way and you begin to listen to the negative things and then you begin negative self-talk instead of thanking god and thanking god is what you know would fall into that category of positive self-talk but what it really truly is it comes from the bible it comes from god's teaching to teaches us to be thankful to be grateful to see the goodness of the lord all around us Excuse me. So as our mind, our will and our emotions begin to line up with the will of God and we begin to see the goodness of the Lord in everything, we remember where he brought us from and where he is taking us. Our faith is made stronger. Our confidence that he will do what his word says he will do begins once again to be settled in our hearts. And we need to be settled on what God has for us, not settled on our lees like we talked about in one of the previous messages but settled in our hearts that it is it's written it's decided it's done i'm not going back i'm going forward i know that god said that he would heal me i know that god said that he would bless those who bless him that he would keep us i know what psalms 91 says i know what psalms 23 says i know what philippians 4 and 6 says i know the word of god and we need to get that word inside of us so that we truly know it i've said it before i'm going to say it again as we look around at the things going on in the world it's got to be clearer than it's ever been before. There will come a day when you will not be able to assemble in the house of God. You will not be able to openly come together and praise and worship the Lord. You will not even maybe have, you will not even have a Bible that you can hold in your hand and open up and read. It is imperative that we get the word of God down inside of us and that that thankfulness is a huge part of that that we are, we can be thankful in the midst of the storm. We think about Corey Timboom in the, in the back in the days of the Nazis. Man, she she was in a place that none of us, I don't believe any of us that that I'm talking to have have ever been in a place like that. Maybe maybe somebody maybe this podcast will get out to someplace else, but no one has ever been through some of the things that other people have been through. None of us have ever been through the things that Jesus went through, and yet he was thankful to the Father. So when we look at those things and we begin to realize that we ourselves must be ready and ready now to be able to endure the things that are coming on the earth. And this thankfulness is key. Having thankfulness, godly, Holy Ghost-led thankfulness and understanding of who He, who the Father God is and what he said he would do. Our confidence that he will do what he said his word will do begins once again to be settled in our hearts. We are reminded of our very salvation and that it was made possible by his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. (laughs) You need something to be thankful for. Just thank God for Jesus. Amen. Just thank God for Jesus. Lord, I thank you for Jesus. You can have revival right there. Just begin to thank God for Jesus. Thus, the more we thank him, the more we trust him. So we, we be, that's point number one. I just want to reiterate that and make sure we understand. 
that thankfulness builds trust. And the more we thank him, the more we trust him, the more stronger our confidence begins, becomes, and that therefore the stronger our faith becomes. Point number two, thankfulness brings peace and contentment. Oh, how this world desperately needs peace and contentment. The church needs to be stronger in her peace and contentment. She needs to be more confident than ever before. As a follower of Jesus Christ, that should be part of our daily testimony. As a born-again, blood-bought believer, it is part of who you are meant to be. It should be your testimony. It must be your testimony. Peace and contentment can only flow from a grateful heart. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, we read, that is 1 Thessalonians 5.18, we read, in all in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, concerning you, family, that it is the will of God that in everything you give thanks. We all want to be in God's will, right? Well, here it is. Thankfulness is another one of those things that you can add to your list of God's will for your life. I'm sure you, a lot of you are out there seeking, what is God's will for my life? I need to know. Well, there it is. Starts with thankfulness. He wants you to be born again, and he wants you to be thankful. He, not because he just wants you to be, but because he understands and he knows how he designed you. We are designed for this purpose. We are designed that we must be thankful to be able to thrive. Thankfulness is another one that you can add to that list. Simply knowing this brings an amount of peace and contentment, doesn't it? Just knowing that there, we're one step closer to being in God's will and walking in God's will for our lives brings more peace and contentment. Knowing that just saying thank you, God, for Jesus is pleasing to his heart. And it brings peace and contentment. It brings a smile to your face. It makes you feel wonderful. It's God's design. That's why. Paul said, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. That was from uh, Philippians 4.11. Paul knew the key to contentment. He chose it. He was thankful. Throughout Paul's writings, you will find the theme of thankfulness nearly 50 times, maybe even more if you look at it from a different word. Thankfulness he talked about more than 50 times. And Paul went through so many things. But throughout his writings, you'll find it. Though Paul endured hardships, storms, imprisonments, rejections, he had a grateful, thankful heart. And the Apostle Paul taught us to be satisfied, joyful, and enjoy the fulfillment in Christ Jesus. How? By doing all things with thanksgiving. Colossians 3.17 It says, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. If you think you're like the little girl in my story and you can't seem to find the strength to be thankful, read that verse again and let it think, sink in. It is by him that you give proper thanks. It's not in and of yourself. If we're giving thanks because we're told to, like the little girl was told by her mom, if we're giving thanks because it's the, it's the socially acceptable thing to do that we say thank you, even if you say the, the 
give thanks at dinner time because someone's watching you, those are the wrong reasons. Thankfulness flows from a grateful heart. It must flow from a grateful heart. And that heart can be grateful because of Christ Jesus in you. Thank you, God, for Jesus. The Holy Ghost flows through us. Our salvation wells up within us because of who we are in Christ Jesus. We are able to give thanks, proper thanks to our Heavenly Father. Father God made it possible that by your Savior, Jesus Christ, you can give thanks. You can give proper thanks unto the Lord. Jesus sent the Holy Ghost to empower us to praise, to pray, to worship God in the beauty of his holiness and in the spirit and in truth. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful God we serve. And yet there's more. It just keeps getting better and better. Look at Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's right. Did you catch that? Did you catch it? The Lord said that you would keep your heart and your mind. My family, that is peace. That is peace. That he shall keep your hearts and minds. Why? Because you are doing exactly what we're talking about. Giving prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Letting your requests be known to God. Don't just give him a list. Don't just come to God with a long list of, okay, God, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And it's going to be like this. And I need you to do this. And this is, I need this and I need this and I need that. It's not a grocery list. It is giving thanks. Lord, I thank you, God, that your word says that you will bless those who bless thee, that you will keep my foot from stumbling, that you will lift me up, that you will bear me up. Lord, I thank you, God, that you said that you would never let us go hungry, that you would never leave us or forsake us. God, you said that if we train up our children in the way that they should go, they'll never, the, when they're old, they will not depart from it. Lord, I thank you, God, that, that you, you said you would bless our going in and our coming out and begin to thank the Lord for the things that he has promised you in his scripture. Find the word of God, know the word of God, how it applies to what you're asking for so that you can give thanks in your asking, in your supplication, that your supplication and your thanksgiving go together and they flow together. That we're not just asking, 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 but that we're being thankful in it. Thankfulness brings overflow. Psalm 23, verse 5. How many of you know it? Psalm 23, verse 5, he says, my cup runneth over, right? You will experience overflow when you begin to live your life to the fullest by being thankful. We all want to be lost in worship. People turn out in massive crowds to attend the latest worship event. Family, that is not the worship he is looking for. He wants your intimate from your heart, from your very soul, the worship that flows from a grateful heart. David was so thankful. King David was so thankful. The psalmist David was so thankful for all that the Lord had, God had done for him. And he didn't care who knew it. He didn't care what it looked like. David unashamedly gave thanks to God. He said, 
In another place, he said, I will become even more undignified than this. He did not care what it looked like. He wanted to worship God and with all that he had. When you are worshiping God from a thankful heart, you will have an abundance of overflow that not only satisfies your soul, but it will touch others' lives as well. The joy, peace, trust, and contentment will overflow into your life and to those around you. Your thankful heart will encourage others. Your grateful smile will bring smiles to the faces of those who are feeling downtrodden and to those who are going through the storm. Your overflow will be the light in the darkness. Oh, how to be the person who's the encourager, the person who's who's bringing light to the room, who's bringing light to the situation. That's the person we need to be. That's who we're designed to be, not the person that's, that's coming in dragging and sad and, and beaten down. Yes, we all go through these times, and we must be the light for the other. When we must lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ. We must consider those who are maybe going through a weak time, and they need us to lift them up. Isn't that what the scripture says? That we should consider them and be thoughtful be thankful for the, the opportunity to be that light in the darkness and allow the overflow of his goodness, of his abundance to flow onto someone else. <clears throat> Thankfulness causes you to become unshakable. Thankfulness causes you to become unshakable to the trials and the troubles of this world. Thankfulness comes from a devoted heart. That is to say that thankfulness comes from the heart of a devoted believer who will remain unshaken. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where this truth is proven. When everything seems to be going wrong, the wrong way, when the big event is canceled, when the car won't crank and you're sure you're, you're going to be late, in what state do you find yourself? Just recently, we saw a lot of people uh, going through, you know, events being canceled. Church was canceled, right? Graduations canceled. Mission trips canceled. Events canceled. I saw, you know, in the beginning of all this back in, I guess, March and April, big billboards had these signs plastered across the front of them, canceled, closed, you know. So, what what did we choose to do? Did we choose to crawl into a hole and cry or or did we begin to thank God? You know, I saw some things that I was so thankful that they were closed and they weren't gonna happen. Praise God. But you know, the but then when we saw the graduations, a lot of people were really sad and, and brought down by that, but they found a way, didn't they? They really found creative and beautiful ways to celebrate their um graduations this year and, and even weddings that were supposed to be that were scheduled were canceled, but then they found beautiful and amazing ways to go ahead with their plans and can carry on. And they're so thankful for these things. So being thankful opens up doors. I just want to throw that in there. It's not even something I was thinking about, but we being thankful does cause doors to be open before us. When everything seems to be going the wrong way, what state do you find yourself in? What do you choose? Are you in a state of total aggravation? Does frustration take over? Or do the praises begin to rise from the depths of your heart? Do the psalms of thanksgiving begin to flow from your lips to the Father's ears? Thankfulness is the fuel that ignites the flames of passionate expectation. 
knowing that the lover of your soul will never, ever forsake you. He will never leave you. I want to read that again. I just have this written down so I wouldn't forget it. Thankfulness is the fuel that ignites the flames of passionate expectation. Praise God. Isn't it amazing how we can have like a, a lesson here on a teaching, what God is showing us about Thanksgiving, and it all turns back around into worship? Praise God. I just give God the glory, and I thank him for all that he's teaching us. No matter how dark the night might be, joy comes in the morning. In this short message on Thanksgiving, we have seen that Thanksgiving is worship. They cannot be separated. Though the storms rage and the winds blow and howl through the night, our mighty God is mighty to save. A shelter, a refuge, a strong tower. He is unmovable and in him we are unmovable. Let us give thanks to our God continually. Think again of the little girl who thought it's just not worth it to be thankful. Picture that little girl. She's cold and afraid. Her loving parent comes to her in the darkness and brings a warm blanket and a flashlight. She snuggles in close, takes a deep breath, and experiences thankfulness, gratitude, the warmth that can only be found in a loving parent's arms. And she can hardly find the words to say, but she feels it and she knows she is safe from all harm. One of my favorite scriptural concepts is that that of his children hiding in the shadow of his wings. <clears throat> Psalm 17, 8, Psalm 36, 7, Psalm 61, 4, <coughs> Psalm 63, 7, Psalm 91, 1. Praise the living God that it is never, ever dark in the shadow of his wings. It is never ever dark in the shadow of his wings. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. How precious is your loving kindness, O God, and the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. As we close this message today, I want you to really take this to heart, meditate on it, look into those scriptures, Go back over them and read them again. I'll, I'll type them in if I can at the bottom of this podcast for you. <clears throat> and know that God is on your side. He is for you. And we can hide ourselves in the shadow of his wings and worship him. And praise him and give him all the glory as we give him all these things with a thankful heart. And he will give back unto us. It will not return void to us. When we worship God and we praise God, the praises go up, as the song says, and the blessings come down. We don't do it for the blessings. We do it because we love him. We do it because we're grateful and because we're thankful. When we do all things with thanksgiving, all things, all things with thanksgiving, vacuuming the floor, washing the car, picking up trash. We're giving thanks to our God and Father because he's given us the ability to do it. <clears throat> Maybe because he's given us a house. 
Maybe because you have carpet to vacuum, maybe because you have a vacuum to vacuum it with instead of having to mop it with a mop or sweep it with a broom. Maybe because we have actual roof over our heads. Whatever it may be, we give thanks because our God is perfect and holy and just. And he has given all these good things. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. And we give him glory. We thank him. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that you would bless our church family, Lord God, Blue Water family, Lord. God, I thank you that you have kept each and every one, that we have been protected in the midst of this particular storm, and you're bringing us through. We give you glory, God. We look forward to the day that we all will see your face. In Jesus' name, amen.